Welcome to the Holidays to Switzerland Travel Podcast. Your host is the founder of HolidaysToSwitzerland.com and the Switzerland Travel Planning Facebook group, Carolyn Schonefinger. On this podcast, Carolyn will be joined by a variety of guests who share their knowledge and love of the country to help you plan your dream trip to Switzerland. Hello, Gritzi, and welcome to episode 34 of the podcast, which is all about Switzerland's Christmas markets. It's hard to believe another year is nearly over, but as I record this episode, Christmas trees have already started appearing in town squares, twinkling lights have been strung along city streets, and the delicious aromas of roasted chestnuts, grilled sausages, and mulled wine permeate the air. From larger cities to smaller villages, the Advent season is celebrated with events and markets which are loved by both locals and visitors. Sadly, in 2020, the Christmas markets were cancelled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. But as we speak, fingers crossed, they are full steam ahead for 2021 and we're hoping there are no hiccups to prevent them from going ahead this year. But before you plan your visit, I suggest you check the local Tourism Board's website for the latest information and to see what measures such as mask wearing are required. In today's episode, I'm joined by three Swiss locals who are going to share the things they love about their local Christmas market. Natasha Martin from Basel Tourism is here to tell us everything we need to know about Christmas in Basel. Dickon Buse, a travel writer and best-selling author, has top tips to share about spending the festive season in his home city of Bern. And Celine Guido from Montreux Riviera Tourism gives us an insight into some of the unique Christmas experiences that can be enjoyed in Montreux. Even if a Swiss Christmas isn't on the cards for you this year, after hearing what our guests have to say, I'm sure there will be plenty of reasons to make a Swiss Christmas a priority for you in the future. Let's hear from Natasha first. Thank you, Natasha, for joining me on the podcast today. I'm really looking forward to hearing your insider tips for visiting Basel's Christmas markets. Thank you, Caroline, for having me here. Uh, Thank you for all the listeners joining uh, the podcast. Now, Basel is widely regarded as having the, uh, as being the home to the oldest Christmas market in Switzerland. Can you share a bit of the history of the, the market with our listeners? Yes, of course, it's a pleasure, Caroline. So the Christmas market in Basel has been now around for 40 years. So no other Swiss city has hosted a Christmas market for longer. It has become a firm tradition and is one of the largest Christmas markets in Switzerland. And in Basel, the Christmas market starts every year with an overture on the Münsterplatz. And the ceremony starts on Thursday, November 25th this year at 6.30 p.m. And it includes a musical program with Alpons and a gospel choir. And also the president of the government switches on the Christmas lights and tea, mulled wine and bouillon are offered for free of charge. Mm. And to sum up, the Christmas market is authentic, unique and is considered to be one of the prettiest and largest in Switzerland. And what's more, Caroline, it has been voted as Europe's best Christmas market in 2021, according to the travel website European Best Destinations. Mm, that's what an honour to have. Yeah, that's wonderful. And I bet the uh, the Alphorns, that would be like really special listening to that in, in the Christmas atmosphere. 
Yes, definitely. That's a big highlight and everyone uh, goes there, the local people and also visitors from Basel. They they love the ceremony to start off the Christmas period. Yeah, I can imagine. So I, I haven't been to Basel at, at Christmas time, but I believe that there are two sort of main Christmas markets in, in the city. So where will we find them and, and what are the, the similarities and the differences between the two markets? Okay, so both Christmas markets are in the heart of the medieval old town in Basel and they're very easy, easily reachable by foot. And the nearby locations and the historical backdrops make this traditional event compact and very impressive. So this is coming to both of them. Then one Christmas market is just around the cathedral, next to the cathedral, high above the River Rhine on the Münsterplatz, which is on a little hill in Basel. And in fact, this Münsterplatz, the square, is one of the most beautiful squares in Basel. And in Christmas time, it's, it's beautifully decorated, for example, with fantastic snow globes hanging from the chestnut trees. And um, there is a large Christmas tree decorated every year by the Christmas expert, Johann Wanner. And locals and visitors uh, love to come here and soak up the atmosphere as they marvel at the magnificent lights. And really, the square has a real fairy tale feel to it. The other centerpiece of the Christmas market, the second spot, is at Barfüßer Platz. And this place has been steadily expanding over the last uh, 40 years, and it's quite busy. So it's a business Christmas market spot, and it's around the church Barfüßer Kirche. And this church houses the Museum of History and offers a beautiful view over the wide roofs of the pretty market stalls. And one of the landmarks at Balthusser Platz is the large Christmas pyramid, which is a very popular meeting point to enjoy a Glühwein or two or three. And with its 30 meters or 43 feet in height, you can spot it from far away already. Mm, okay, a pyramid in Switzerland at Christmas time. Yeah, that's a unique <laughs> Basel, yeah. Yeah, quite unique. And so if, if someone wanted to visit both of these markets and they're obviously on foot, how, how long should they allow to get from one to the other? Well, it depends on the people <laughs> joining the Christmas markets, like that five minutes only. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so they're, they're very close. Lovely. Yes. So what sort of goods will we find for sale at the Christmas markets? So at the Christmas markets in Basel, well, you'll find around um, like 130 market stalls stretching from Barfüßerplatz to Münsterplatz. And the traders and artisans, they ply their handicraft in rustic wooden chalice, chalice decorated for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And what can you find there? So you'll find from regional delicacies like the genuine Basel Leckerli, which is a kind of gingerbread, to delicious Swiss raclette fondue or the popular grilled sausages. This is for the food side, on the food side, to handmade toys and jewellery. And also there's something for every generation. What is very remarkable in Basel is that the goods are all of high quality due to its very restrictive and Christmassy selection. So it's really a very traditional and high quality Christmas markets with uh, gifts. Yeah, okay, so the perfect place uh, for a visitor to buy a unique souvenir to take home with them and remind them every Christmas of, um, of Christmas in Basel. Definitely it is, yes. 
lots of specialities. <laughs> Very good. So you mentioned a couple of um, sort of food specialties there and, and you, you mentioned before about glue wine. Um, is that something that the, that the locals sort of love to go to the Christmas markets for, to catch up with friends and, and eat some of the traditional Christmas specialties? Yes, definitely it is. Glühwein is a must when you visit the Christmas market. Um, there are different types of Glühwein, also without alcohol for the kids or uh, special variations like the Feuerzangenbole, which reminds of the mold wine, but it is prepared differently. It has punched rum and a sugar loaf and it's prepared in a copper pot. So you will get this one and only Feuerzangenbole at the Barfüßer Platz, there's an unmistakable stall, which reminds of the Black Forest cabin. So this is one of the drinks you can try. Uh, of course, Glühwein, one or two, is uh, during the Christmas period also something you have to do. Uh, there's also, in terms of other specialities besides the Basel Leckerli, the gingerbread I mentioned before, um, you should dive in in the Annie's Paradise in Basel. So <laughs> this is at the Münsterplatz. And uh, this is a traditional Christmas product. And you'll find many different molds and motifs, uh, which have been used since the 14th century. And um, these decorate the delicious Christmas anise cookies. So these anise cookies uh, with the Basel Lecali are definitely specialities you should try when you come to Basel. Okay, so these are like um, a, a biscuit sort of mould or a cookie mould, so you can make a different design for the cookie. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Right, you've got it, yeah. Okay, oh, good. So as well as the, the Christmas markets themselves, what other festive events and, and activities take place in Basel during that, the Advent season? Well, there's a lot of things going on. So, for example, at the theatre in Basel, a new door of the popular advent calendar will open every day with a stage presentation and also the wonderful World Toy Museum or the other museum, the Museum of Culture, present exhibitions for the season. Um, so it's nice and cosy and warm inside. <laughs> so after having the glue bind, you can uh, also keep warm in the interior. Then we've got the Gospel Night at the Cathedral in Basel and it's one of the most important events which shouldn't be missed. And what I can highly recommend to enjoy is the view of the Sea of Lights from the Basel Cathedral. So every year during the Advent period, the stairwell of St. Martin's Tower from the cathedral is also illuminated in the evening between 4 and 6 p.m. Uh, during weekdays. So this is absolutely magnific magnificent. It's worth up going the 240 steps so <laughs> <laughs> to digest the glühwein and the fondue. <laughs> uh, perfect activity. And then also, why not go on a winter cruise? In Basel, we've got the River Rhine, and it's a beautiful perspective when you discover a city on the water. So you can take an evening cruise through Basel at Christmas time. It's a very special experience. And you can also have fondue on board and get warm. And it's also very recommendable for Chris, for, for children and families. And then also it's unique um, in Switzerland is our Christmas ferry. So we've got uh, one Christmas ferry. One of the four ferries is decorated nicely with Christmas lights. And um, I mean, it's what an experience. You can cross the Rhine on a silent night on a traditional wooden ferry, which is illuminated and you'll feel like in heaven. So this is also very recommendable in Basel. Mm, that sounds wonderful. 
A lot of fun. Now, what about for people that are visiting Basel with children? Are there any um, particular events that um, that the kids will enjoy at Christmas time? Yeah, for families, I've mentioned also a few which are also suitable for children, for the kids, like the Christmas ferry or a cruise. It's always fun. But there are lots of offers for families. For example, the Basel Nativity Trail is home to a variety of nativity scenes in about 40 shop windows. And these shop windows are just waiting to be discovered by children and adults alike. So it's a wonderful way to enjoy window shopping at Christmas. And, uh, yeah, maybe for families too, you don't even have to spend too many Swiss francs <laughs> while doing the window shopping. So I think it's also a unique activity, a unique event in Switzerland. And it's always differently decorated. All the shops are, who are participating are differently decorated. And then... During December, St. Nicholas himself drives children through the city centre. Maybe he drives them wild too, I don't know. <laughs> but it's a, in a festively decorated classic tram. So the trams are very typical for Basel too. And this is so popular, it's sold out very fast every year. So this is one of the highlights, the children's tram, the Christmas tram in, in Basel. It's also famous. And then talking about St. Nicholas, he seems to be all over the city. <laughs> On a Saturday afternoon, that's always around the 6th of December, you can see white-bearded Santa Clauses flit through the city centre on their motorcycles and collect donations for a good cause. And this event is very much in the Basel style. So it's different, heartfelt and community-based. So this is also in the main shopping street, Reihestrasse, one of the main events and children just love it. Mm. I can imagine seeing um, seeing St. Nicholas come down the street towards them. It would be a big thrill. Yes. They don't want to leave the street. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, you did mention earlier the Christmas tree on Munsterplatz, which is decorated with ornaments made by Johann Vanner. Now, I believe that there's a, a Christmas house, uh, the Johann Vanner Christmas House in Basel, that's actually open all year round. What can you tell us about that? Yes, uh, thank you for mentioning Johann Wanner. Uh, his Christmas house is a real institution in Basel. It's located on Schwalenberg in the old town, and you can find everything for a perfect Christmas on over 5,000 square feet. And as you mentioned, all year round, so not only during the Christmas time. So now who exactly is Johann Wanner? Maybe you're asking that yourself or your yes. listeners. <laughs> are asking that too. So this elegantly dressed gentleman with white hair has been running a store in Basel's old town since 1969. And today Johann Wanner is a market leader in hand-blown and hand-painted Christmas decorations. He has played an important role in saving his old artisanal art forms. And believe me, no other citizen has contributed as much to Basel's reputation as Christmas City as the 82-year-old. So for this, he was awarded and honoured with a plaque on the sidewalk in front of his shop on our Walk of Fame in Basel. So you see, the Christmas house is definitely a must-see in Basel, and especially for Anglo-Saxon visitors, the shop window with its beautiful Christmas decorations with quality souvenirs is fascinating. Because Johann Wanner's Christmas house carries the German subtitle, now listen up. Weihnachtsbaum, Schmuckausstattung, Spezialgeschäft, <laughs> which, is parent, 
you want to give it a go and pronounce it? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> I'll leave that to an expert. Yeah, you just have to stand enough time in front of the window shop, shop and you you get it. Anyway, at Johan Wanner, you'll get all you want for Christmas and for Switzerland. And if you have the chance to meet Mr. Wanner in person, when you come to Basel, you will leave Basel thinking you have met Father Christmas himself. <laughs> And is is the store open every day of the week or it's closed on Sundays, I imagine? Uh, at, well, from Monday to Saturday it's open, not on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Perfect. Okay. Well, that's definitely something um, to, to look out for even if we're not visiting at Christmas. But getting back to the Christmas markets, um, what are the dates um, and the opening hours for, for the markets for this year in, in 2021? Mm -hmm. So the Christmas market is open from the 25th of November this year until the 23rd of December. So every year it opens the broad the 25th end of November. So it's Thursday, uh, always the last Thursday in November. And the opening hours are from 11 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. So except the 23rd of December when it closes a bit earlier. Mm -hmm. Okay, wonderful. So Caroline, we invite you to discover the Christmas market in Basel. And we await you also with a very special gift. Now, this year, for example, we have a for every overnight stay for you, for all our guest visitors, they will receive a gift voucher worth 50 francs. And this voucher can be redeemed in shops, restaurants, and cultural institutions. And it's valid for 10 years. Wow. So then you'll always have a good reason to come back to Basel. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That, that's a great offer. That's wonderful. So how do people go about accessing that? It, when they book at a hotel, will the hotel give them the voucher? Is that how it works? Yes, they book the hotel via our website, basel.com, and then they will be able to pick up the voucher at, at our tourist office at Platz, which is one of our main Christmas market spots. Okay. Exactly. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Now, I can't let you go, Natasha, without asking you, what do you love most about the Basel Christmas markets? Well, I love most about the Christmas markets, the local touch it has. It has really, it's not touristy, it's uh, really authentic, high quality. You can relax and have your glue wine with friends there. And also especially the lights, the Christmas lights um, at the Münsterplatz are one of my favourite things and spots in Basel. Well, it sounds wonderful, and I'm sure you've uh, convinced all our listeners to um, to make sure they include Basel when they're heading to Switzerland for a Christmas experience. Yeah, I hope so too. Everyone is welcome, and I, I believe that Mr. Vanna's work also waiting for Christmas fans. <laughs> wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Natasha. It's been great speaking with you. Thank you so much, Carolyn. Take care. Two huge Christmas markets a giant Christmas tree, a winter fondue cruise, and even a Christmas tram driven by St Nicholas himself. Basel certainly has something for everyone at Christmas time. And how romantic does the ferry decorated with Christmas lights sound? Hmm, let's hear what festivities Burn puts on at Christmas time. See if they can top Basel. Thanks for joining me again, uh, Dickon, on this episode of the podcast. Now, as a resident of Bern, um, I'm sure you can tell us plenty of things about the festive season in the city. What, what should we know about the Bern Christmas markets? 
The first thing is that there's more than one. So um, you don't expect one giant Christmas market filling the whole central square like you get in some German cities, um, partly because Bern doesn't have a giant central square. It's a very compact city. And so there are actually three Christmas markets. The smallest one is in front of the cathedral. So it's in some ways the most atmospheric because you have the floodlit cathedral above you. And that's where it's mainly local um, artisans uh, with handicrafts. So you'll get lots of handmade stuff, whether it's hand-carved ornaments or perfume or chutneys and jams and things like that. Um, so it's relatively small and uh, bijou, I think you would say. Um, so it doesn't take long to look around, but it's quite atmospheric, especially when the cathedral bells are ringing and things like that. So for, for the locals, that's usually their favorite market to go to. Um, especially in the evening when the cathedral's floodlit and then you have a glass of mulled wine while you look round. The main market is in the main square, which is near Parliament, and it's a sort of very long, elongated square, so the market sort of stretches along it. And that's much more similar to Christmas markets that you get all around Switzerland. So it tends to be mass-produced stuff, though not always, um, and that doesn't mean it's bad. It just means you will find stuff there that you might also find in Basel or Zurich or Montreux. Mm -hmm. um, it's quite big. Um, it fills about half the square. Um, and you have uh, a couple of bars there always with mulled wine and things like that. And there's lots of decoration in terms of uh, holly and tr uh, fir trees and things. So it's, it's quite cute. There's twinkly lights and it's everything you expect from a Christmas market. But in Bernie's terms, it's the big one. And so some people feel like, yes, you can go there and it's very busy um, and you'll find some really nice things there, but it doesn't have the atmosphere of the, the little one on Munsterplatz. And then uh, those two are organized by the city themselves. And then the third one is a private one and it takes place in a park just on the edge of the city called the Kleine Schanze. And it's called the Star Market. Um, and that's much more a mix of eateries and uh, stall selling things. So it's a much more social thing. You don't necessarily go there to buy your Christmas presents. You go there to meet friends and have something to eat and a drink. And there are, it's a park. So there are benches. The trees are all lit up with stars and twinkly lights. Um, so it's, it's more a convivial atmosphere and, um, less hectic in, in the way that the others, because there are some stalls selling products, but it's mainly eat and drink. Okay, so you, you mentioned that the first one by the cathedral, it's mainly artisan products and jams yeah. and chutneys and so on. At, at the other market, what's, what sort of goods would, would you expect to be for sale there? Oh, no, I knew you were going to ask me that, and I haven't been to a market for two years, so now I have to think. Um, <laughs> Christmas uh, ornaments sort of come to well, mind. There, it's, actually, there are lots of non-Christmassy things, so hats okay. and scarves and gloves and toys and kitchen equipment, so those little machines that help you shred vegetables and but also yes lots of christmas ornaments or hand carved things um and you'll get like caramelized almonds and uh those sort of things you there's always clothes stalls so mm -hmm. jumpers and coats and um so it's more like a market that happens to take place at christmas time um with some christmas elements in it um rather than a christmas market but I think that's the way, even when I went to Germany, I quickly realized that about half every Christmas market was non-Christmas stuff. Mm -hmm. 
because that's the way they actually can make a living from the Christmas market because I think there's a, probably a finite amount of Christmas stuff that people can buy. But if they go and they want a Christmas ornament and then they see a nice hat, then they might buy mm -hmm. it as well. Yeah. So um, don't expect full-on Santa's Grotto. It's not like that. But there is a good sprinkling of Christmas stuff, but also some nice other stuff that you could find in the market all year round, but it's, it's much more nicely packaged at Christmas. Okay, and are there um, is there mu music playing in the background? Are there carol singers or any sort of festive sort of? Um, well, atmosphere? carol singers is a very Anglo uh, yeah. creation. You don't get carol singers in Switzerland in the same way. You do get the Salvation Army in every Swiss town collecting money for the Salvation Army, and they sing carols or play carols uh, with the brass band. So yes, they are always around. Usually they sing in German, but you could recognize Silent Night even if it's in German or O Come All Ye Faithful. So yes, there is. Um, but again, it's Bern is quite a relaxed, sedate city. You don't get loud, booming music at any point other than Carnival. So even at the Christmas market, there is music, but it's quite gentle in the background. And uh, you will also get um, a carol concert in the main church. Uh, that takes place in December, just while the Christmas market is uh, is in full swing. And that's in English. That's actually, amazingly, an English carol concert every year except last year. And anyone can go to it. You don't have to be English-speaking. You don't even have to like going to church. But you can go along and sing all your favorite carols in English. Um, and it's packed out, even with Swiss people, because they kind of enjoy that uh, Christmas carol kind of feeling that they've seen on television. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. So what about other events or celebrations ar around Christmas? Is there any anything else? Advent is quite big in Switzerland generally. I, there's one thing I noticed when I moved here from Britain. Advent in Britain isn't that big a deal, whereas in Switzerland the four weeks of Advent are quite uh, well recognised. So everyone pretty much has an Advent crown with four candles um, even public places, they'll have four candles and they light them. And the two two of the Sundays in Advent are two are the only two Sundays in the year where the shops in Bern are allowed to open. So there's no sh Sunday shopping in Switzerland at all, apart from in the train stations. But two Sundays of Advent, all the shops in Bern are allowed to open. Other cities in Switzerland do the same. And then one, the first Advent Sunday is always where the, the old town, so all of Bern is quite old, but the old, old town, the oldest part, where no chain stores are allowed, it's, it's all for local um, shops and businesses. They have their own Sunday shopping day, and the whole of the old town is lit up with lights and candles and Christmas trees, and it's really beautiful, and you can go shopping in the smaller boutiques and shops um, and enjoy relatively traffic-free. Bern has almost no cars driving through it, so it's mm. wonderful on a Sunday. Um, and the whole city is is decorated for Advent. So the main street, every building has a small Christmas tree on it with lights on it. Um, and then there's the national Christmas tree, which is in the central square. And so it's a little bit sort of twinkly winter wonderland, especially if it snows. It looks like mm. a Christmas card. Yeah, lovely. And are the Christmas markets, uh, are they happening the whole duration of Advent normally? Yes, they start a bit later in Bern because at the end of November we have a Bernese festival called the Onion Market, which always takes place the last Monday in November. So, And that fills the whole city. So 
they do not set up the Christmas market until after that. And obviously it takes a few days to build all the stands and everything. So whereas in other parts of Switzerland, the Christmas markets might already be in full swing by the end of November, so they get a full month, ours usually doesn't start until the first week of December. So we only have about three weeks of Christmas market. But then they are there the whole time. They're open every day, even on Sundays. Um, and they're open in the evenings uh, so that you get that whole winter atmosphere of twinkly lights and shopping in the dark. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do they open first thing in the morning, like at, at 9 a.m., or is it later in the oh, day? God, no. Oh, no. Um, no. It's usually around 11 or so. Um, uh, and then so then they run till about 7, 8 in the evening. Um, but no, don't expect to get up at nine and go shopping like you can for normal shops. Most of the market stalls are closed. Okay. And one thing I also wanted to ask you about was um, celebrating Christmas in, in Switzerland, like much of Europe. The, it's mainly celebrated on Christmas Eve. Like that's when the family get together and have, have the main meal. What if, if people are visiting Switzerland or in Bern in particular and they wanted to have a Christmas meal on Christmas Day, is that is that going to be easy to do? Uh, first of all, there is no Christmas meal in Switzerland. We don't have turkey and all the trimmings and crackers and everything. It just doesn't exist. Um, so there is no traditional Christmas meal, full stop. Most families do meet for dinner on Christmas Eve because in Switzerland you don't have Santa Claus, you have the Christkind or the Christ child, and he or she brings the presents on Christmas Eve. So you don't wake up on Christmas morning and discover Santa's been. None of that exists at all. You get your presents on Christmas Eve, um, and you have the family dinner on Christmas Eve. And that's typically fondue, fondue chinoise, which is where you cook the pieces of meat in the hot broth, and then you eat it with uh, potato chips and salad. So if you want a Christmas meal in Switzerland, you just won't find one unless you go to a very Americanized restaurant or Anglicized restaurant that will serve turkey, but there aren't really any in Bern. And Christmas Day is a holiday. Uh, it's one of the few holidays that's recognized across the whole country. And so everything is shut. So all the shops have to be shut apart from in the train station. And most restaurants are shut as well because it's not a day for eating out. Obviously, if you're staying in a hotel, the hotel restaurant will be open. And hotel restaurants are probably the only place where you'll find an attempt at a Christmas meal because obviously there are people staying. But generally that tends to be more, to be honest, that tends to be more in the ski resorts like Interlaken and Grindelwald mm-hmm. near Bern because that's where people will stay for the whole Christmas period. The other thing you have to expect, of course, is inflated prices because it's ski season and it's Christmas. So if you are thinking of coming for Christmas and you want to go to the ski resorts, um, if you're not fussed about spending Christmas in a snowy atmosphere in the ski resorts, then I would always advise don't go for Christmas because hotels and apartments are very expensive. Wait a couple of days and go either between Christmas and New Year or even after New Year and have your own quiet Christmas yourself. But Christmas is very different here. It's much more low-key. It's not as commercialized. It's not as overblown as it is in Anglo countries. And so uh, just sort of have a have a slow family Christmas rather than a big big Hollywood Christmas. Yeah, that sounds like a, a very good uh, good way to go about it. Yeah, and of course it's cold. It, it's not like Christmas when I had it in Australia and I was on the beach and it was thirty seven degrees. So you do get the Christmas feeling. It's cold. It might even snow. You do hear 
typical Christmas music on the background. You cannot escape Wham or Band-Aid at all in Switzerland. It is in every shop all the time for a whole month. So you will want to, to throw the CD across the shop floor by the time you're finished. So in many ways, it's exactly the same as Christmas in England or America, but in very different ways, it's slightly more low-key and more relaxed and more family-oriented rather than um, commercial-oriented. I mean, many of my Swiss friends within the family, they don't give presents anymore once they get to adult age. So it's not about the presents, it's about the family. Yeah. And of course, obviously, a lot of Swiss people still are relatively religious. Half the country is Catholic, half the country is Protestant, so a lot of people will go to church on Christmas Day as well. It is a, quite a normal thing for a lot of Swiss people to do. Wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing all those insights about Christmas in Bern with us. You're welcome. And it is a beautiful place to be in the, in the winter generally, but especially in the Advent season. I love Advent. I've grown to love it. It was something new for me, but I think it's a really beautiful time um, in Bern, especially because we usually get the first snow and we have the long nights, but that means it's all twinkly and beautiful. Yeah, lovely. Thank you very much, Dickon. Thank you. Bern may not have quite the array of events that Basel does, but there's no doubt it wouldn't feel any less Christmassy. With three different markets all offering different products, decorated streets and a carol concert in the cathedral, visiting Bern at Christmas time definitely won't disappoint you. I'm fortunate to have visited Bern a couple of weeks before Christmas a few years ago now, and it was lovely, particularly as it was snowing and the old town looked especially pretty. Montreux is another special place to visit at Christmas time, but I'll let Celine tell you all about that. Bonjour, Celine. Thank you very much for coming on the show today and, and talking to us about Christmas in Montreux. Bonjour. Thanks for having me. I'm very happy to talk to you again and especially about Christmas market. Yes. Excellent. Now, as we're recording this, um, the Christmas markets in Montreux actually started yesterday, which is very exciting. Um, and I know that there's some quite unique events in Montreux besides the market. So I'm really looking forward to hearing all about those. But let's start with, with the market because that's probably, you know, when people think of Christmas in Switzerland, they think of the Christmas markets. So can you tell our listeners uh, where the Christmas market in Montreux is held and, and what sort of things can they expect at the market if they go there? So the beauty of the Christmas market in Montreux is that it's taking place in all the city uh, along the lakeside. Um, so there is 150 chalets, illumination, mud wine, comfort food everywhere. And uh, the Christmas market, so it's taking place from the 19th of November to the 24th of December. And this year we have a beautiful new attraction, not to be missed, which is called Light on Ice. This is in the conference center and it's a nice, uh, it's ice pathway where young and older can have fun uh, in an enchanted and magical illuminated forest. Mm. And yes, it's a, it's a new thing this year. So magic is there and uh, visitors and kids can go there with a skate. Skate rental is included and we also have a nice bar ice bar so they can go and have drinks and if you do not want to uh, have to do ice skating you can also walk 
um, in the forest. Okay, so it's uh, yeah, it looks like a forest and all illuminated, but it's but it's indoors. Exactly, it's indoors. Uh, along the lakeside promenade, uh, of course, you do have all the chalet and you can have some food and buy some Christmas souvenir and just have, you know, a mud wine on the lake. Mm, lovely. Those those aromas as you walk around must, must be just lovely. Exactly. And at the Place du Marché, you can admire beautiful light. And also, of course, uh, there's, there is some chocolate workshop with Lederer. And uh, children can decorate their own Christmas chocolates as well. And, of course, you can see Santa Claus flying over Montreal. You know, yeah. So can you tell me more about that? Because I've seen lots of pictures on Instagram and I've actually have a friend who has, has been to the Montreux market and with her children and, and seen Santa fly across the sky. So what's that all about? So he's actually flying every day. Uh, if you want to catch him, you need to be there at 5 p.m., 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. And Saturdays is also there at 4 p.m. So between the Hunter's Place and the Place du Marché, Santa Claus is flying um, uh, over Montreux and uh, you can admire his beautiful lights and uh, Ferris wheel. And uh, yeah, he say hello to the kids and there is a nice Christmas music and you can see all, you know, a kid's eyes you know, <laughs> with stars and uh, waiting for Santa Claus. So it, it's quite a, an event every, yeah. three times a day. Absolutely. And the, for the people that haven't uh, seen images of, of, of this, it's actually like Santa is in his sleigh, isn't he? And he's being pulled across the sky by his, his reindeer. Yes, definitely. It's, it, it looks really real, actually. And you, you can see lots of pictures on Instagram and uh, on uh, Montreux Riviera website as well, and obviously uh, Montreux Christmas Market uh, website. It's mm -hmm. beautiful. Yeah, so the, that's something quite unique that the kids would never forget, I'm sure. No, they won't. After that, you know, they go uh, to uh, visit Santa Claus in his house in Rocher de Ney and... Uh, the magic is complete. Yeah, excellent. Well, we might touch on that a bit more in a moment. So with yeah. with the, the Montreux markets that's uh, along the lakeside promenade, uh, you mentioned that they opened on the 19th of November, run through yes. until the 24th of December. What hours do they normally open? So they're open, artisans and mer uh, merchants open from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., on Monday, uh, Tuesday, and Wednesday and Thursday is from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Fridays, 11 to 10 p.m. So during the weekend, it's open later until 10 p.m. And, and Sunday is 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. For food and beverage, it's uh, every day from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Okay, yeah. So you can have everything from cheese fondue, um, um, lots of you know sweets and uh, burgers, all kind of food. Oh, great! So even if you're at the market until eight pm, you can then wander over and, and get some food and food and drink until ten pm. Exactly. Yeah, perfect. Now, also um, a little bit further along the lakeside promenade is um, one of Montreux's most famous landmarks, Chillon Castle. Uh, and I believe that there's some special Christmas activities um, hosted there as well. 
Exactly. So Cheon Castle, which is the most uh, visited historical monument in Switzerland, is also taking part of the Christmas market. And uh, if you go to Cheon Castle at the time of Christmas market, it's all beautifully decorated and there is entertainment for the whole family. Um, so there is festivities such, such as traditional handicraft workshops for the kids. And um, the weekend of the 4th and the 5th of December, from 10 to 6 p.m., um, there is uh, activities uh, for the kids and workshop. And, of course, I mean, the castle is all uh, adorned with the best friend to welcome you. And um, there is lots of Christmassy uh, artisans that, uh, you know, walk around the castle and all the rooms. And uh, it's also magical there. Hmm. Oh, that sounds sounds lovely. You mentioned uh, that children, after they've seen Santa fly across the sky, that they can actually go and meet him in his house at um, Russia Denae. So how do people get there and, and is that only on a, a particular time? So, yes, they can actually uh, go up Roche Denis. Uh, there is Santa Claus home and also his office. So, uh, of course, every kid gets a present um, dire directly from Santa, which is amazing. Roche Denis is actually over uh, 2,000 uh, meters of altitude. And you can get there um, with uh, the Golden Pass train. I'm going to tell you all the details after, um, but it's Wednesdays to, sun to Sundays from the 25th of November to 24th of December. So the ride is by a cogwheel railway. And uh, I mean, the, the journey is unforgettable because you get beautiful views on the lake when you go up. Uh, so the magic started already on the train. And uh, I mean, of course, when you go up and uh, you see um, little kid faces when they get the mm. present from Santa, it's just uh, unique. And um, yeah, you can book tickets if you check on the MOB uh, website. And it's uh, every morning, the first train going up at 9.17 and um, until 3.17 p.m. Okay, well, that's good. I'll, and I'll put the uh, the link to that website in the show notes for this episode. But yeah. I can, can just imagine um, it probably books out quite far in advance, does it? It would be a, a very popular experience. Yes, if you, don't, if you do not want to disappoint the kids, ensure you book because it gets very busy, um, especially during weekends. Yeah, okay. And, and also they get kids get uh, original certificates, Santa Claus certificates to prove that they actually met uh, real Santa uh, <laughs> and they get it as a souvenir. Yeah, oh, I could imagine the anticipation on the ride on the way there. That They would be so <laughs> excited. <laughs> they, they wouldn't be sitting in their seats, I wouldn't imagine. They'd be jumping around or getting uh, really worked up about meeting Santa. Definitely. I can tell you because I've been there with my kids and from the night before, they're too excited to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. So what is your favourite thing to do in Montreux at Christmas time? So if you ask, because I, I'm a local and we do love the Christmas market as much as every tourist coming from Montreux, I would say even more. Like my fav my perfect evening, like after work with my colleagues, we go out and you can already smell in the streets the Christmas tea, mulled wine, 
So I like to start with a Christmas tea, you know, to warm up. Then I like to go and have some oysters and a glass of champagne as well. And then a cheese fondue. I like everything. <laughs> and it's a perfect evening for me. <laughs> after but, work. Christmas Eve after work. Yeah, and, that sounds amazing. Yeah, and of course, I always look at Santa when he goes up the sky. Of course, of course. <laughs> Okay, so for people that uh, would like to know more about um, the Montreux Christmas markets, uh, possibly for they may not be able to visit this year, but if they're planning on visiting next year, uh, where can they find that information? So you can find the information on uh, montreuxnoel.com, uh, which is uh, Montreux Christmas Market um, uh, website. You can find more information as well on uh, www.montreuxriviera.com, so uh, our website. And we'll also have uh, very nice packages, you know, including accommodation and other activities in the region. Lovely. All right. Well, I'll mention those uh, websites as well so that people can link through and, and get more information. Thank you so much, Celine, for um, telling us all about those wonderful things to do in Montreux at Christmas. And um, I have to ask you, have you actually been and had your oysters and champagne and, and uh, fondue evening yet? Of course, I've been there yesterday and at the opening. I've got during the Christmas market, I, we always have like at least four or five uh, evening private. And I'm actually also welcoming travel agencies uh, this weekend as well. So I'm going to have another cheese fondue. Oh, excellent. <laughs> well, have one for me too. <laughs> I will. And uh, looking forward to welcoming you very soon um, during the Christmas market or another time. Thank you so much. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed hearing more about the Christmas markets and events in Basel, Bern and Montreux. These are just three of Switzerland's cities, towns and villages that host Christmas markets, but I thought they were worth highlighting as they are all quite unique. If you'd like to visit more of Switzerland's Christmas markets, a few other destinations to consider are Zurich, which is home to four main markets, including an indoor market at the main train station, a 50-foot Christmas tree decorated with Swarovski crystals, and even a singing Christmas tree that has actual people singing carols amongst the branches. At Einsalden, not far from Zurich, the Christmas market only runs for a week, but it's worth making the trip. The market is set in front of the town's monastery, and the town also boasts the world's largest Christmas crib. Plus, you can visit the Lebkuchen, or Gingerbread Museum, and try this Christmas specialty for yourself. In St Gallen, in the country's east, the old town is known as the City of Stars, thanks to the hundreds of lights that decorate the area around the UNESCO World Heritage-listed St Gallen Abbey. You can find details about the Christmas markets in many other Swiss towns and villages in the detailed guide on the website. We also have a quick reference guide with the opening dates of the most popular Swiss Christmas markets. I'll include links to both articles in the show notes and you can find them at holidaystoswitzerland.com forward slash episode 34. If you'd like to learn more about the cities of Bern and Montreux, I chatted to Dickon about his home city in episode 32 and Celine shared all the great things to do in Montreux and the Swiss Riviera in episode 10. Natasha will be back on the podcast soon 
to give us more in-depth info about Basel. Thanks again for joining me on this episode of the podcast. Don't forget to tune in each fortnight for a new episode full of lots of Swiss travel tips and inspiration. But for now, tschüss! Thank you so much for listening. For more great resources on planning a trip to Switzerland, make sure you visit holidaystoswitzerland.com where you'll find trip planning tips, destination guides, information on transport, including Swiss rail passes, and much more. You're also encouraged to join the Switzerland Travel Planning Group on Facebook where you can ask questions and chat to other past and future travellers to Switzerland. You'll find show notes from today's episode at holidaystoswitzerland.com forward slash podcast and be sure to subscribe to the Holidays to Switzerland Travel Podcast so you never miss an episode.